Ukraine's worsening prospects on the battlefield against Russia and questions about America's commitment to Kyiv dominated the recently concluded annual Munich Security Conference in Germany. The gloom was amplified by news of Russian dissident Alexei Navalny's death, which hit just as leaders were arriving on the event's first day. The big question, will there be additional tens of billions of dollars in U.S. aid? Alex Ward, national security reporter at Politico, attended the conference. Alex, what was the vibe? Yeah, there was just a lot of worry about uh, the, the America's commitment, continued commitment to Ukraine. They knew that the uh, National Security Supplemental had passed the Senate, but there was a lot of questions about the House. The amount of European officials who asked me what a discharge petition is um, was off the charts. It's something that they were clearly worried about. And then there's also just general, you know, even the Europeans, you'd go, we want U.S. support. And you'd ask them, all right, well, what are you guys doing? They go, oh, well, we're, wait, we're waiting. So at this, you know, pretty massive transatlantic conference where everyone is Pretty much everyone was supportive of continuing to help Ukraine. No one really had a plan. So the Ukrainians left pretty angry. A lot of Europeans left pretty angry. Some Americans left pretty sad. And of course, news broke of Navalny's, Alexei Navalny's death while everyone was there. So it was just what was supposed to kind of be this, all right, way forward moment uh, turned into a pretty gloomy affair. Wow. All right. So you asked the question I was going to ask you, and that's what's Europe doing in all this? And you said they're waiting, waiting for what? For the U.S. to commit first to more funding? <laughs> A little bit. I mean, look, the Europeans have put uh, 50 billion euros, I believe it is, forward. Uh, they have other European countries putting forward their biggest packages. But at this point, they're just trying to get some sort of signal about what the U.S. is going to do, right? That dictates how invested they're going to be, how, uh, you know, how, how much more they might be giving. Because if the U.S. is going to pull out, then there's, you know, you can see, imagine a lot of Europeans not wanting to be as involved. So, but there was just really this sense that, you know, it was the Biden administration that rallied the West to Ukraine's cause. Zelensky, of course, and the Ukrainians fighting uh, contributed most and, and foremost. But uh, on the support side, it was the U.S. And to see the U.S. somewhat waver led to a lot of concern. You you did have especially senators from both parties say, look, this will eventually get through the House. But eventually is not soon enough, of course, for uh, Vladimir Zelensky, who was there in Munich and a lot of other European leaders who are worried about. Uh, what Russia may be doing in the near future. Hmm. We're speaking with Alex Ward, national security reporter at Politico. His story is called Defense Leaders Fear Failure in Ukraine. You brought up, too, that uh, it's still uncertain, I guess, what the prospects are for Ukraine, even if it were to get, say, $60 billion from the U.S. Yeah, there are legitimate questions. You know, one of the I kept asking a bunch of senators and others say who, who kept saying this, if the supplemental does not go through, Ukraine will lose. Which leads to the other question, well, can Ukraine win with the supplemental? And no one was willing to say yes, really, except the staunchest you know, supporters of Ukraine who've been saying Ukraine will win since the start of the war. At this point, what people are really looking for is for Ukraine's military not to collapse or you know, for Russia not to steamroll Ukraine. And in effect, I, I, I was saying somewhat snarkily to colleagues at the meeting that this is all about for Ukraine to not lose. Um, or for Russia to not win. Yeah. And the, the, the whole talk of, you know, victory and, and whatever, all of that is kind of subsided. Of course, things could change. There's a long time still. But everyone's really expecting this year to be maybe somewhat of a hold and build or hold and defend kind of year. And especially because both Ukraine and Russia are looking to see what will happen in, in our November election in, yeah. in the U.S. So this is, um, it's certain, I was at Munich last year. There were certainly some nerves but it was nowhere near the level of uh, all-consuming level that it was this year. 
Uh, so I guess elaborate a little further, I guess, on what some officials might say is not losing. What does not losing look like for Ukraine? Allow, you know, ensuring the Ukrainian military stays uh, viable, uh, that it can continue to hold much of the line against the Russians, that it will not allow a Russian advance, even if the Russians, as expected, might mobilize a half million people. Um you know, pump Ukraine full of the weapons it needs to keep certain Russian targets uh, at bay. I mean, we're we're at a we're at a ground stalemate here. We're not one at one really in the sea in the Black Sea where the Ukrainians have been very successful, but on the ground, it's very you know, give a little, get a little, and the no one wants to see the Russians break through that lines, right? Or if or if that sta- ground stalemate really is to break, that it breaks for the Ukrainians, not the Russians. Thanks, Alex. Alex Ward, national security reporter at Politico.